0: This is Bruce. This is Trav.
1: And this is Jonathan.
0: Welcome to Gaming on the Frontier, your podcast where the great Karnak tells you the answer, which is, it depends. And the question is, is there a difference between magic and psionics?
1: Am I casting a spell or am I focusing my mind? Or both. Or neither. Am I asking the crystal for help?
0: Or the magic eight ball?
1: Or the magic crystal skull?
0: Yeah, welcome to Gaming on the Frontier. Uh, this week we are talking about uh, you know in your game if you're a game developer, what, you know uh, what is the difference between psionics and um, and magic? Okay, because uh, as I say, it can you know it can be pretty much the same thing or it can be wildly different. My question was why do we want there to be a difference between magic and psionics? Okay. Because, you know, there's already, you know, uh, you know, why do we want to bring it in? Because there's already plenty of Psi-type powers in magic, okay? You've got my, I mean, D&D is worse. I mean, you've got mind reading, you've got um, uh, telekinesis, uh, you've got all the, you know, different produced fire, produced coal. Every yeah. stereotypical
1: you know, you, psychic power is definitely represented. You've
0: got flying, represented. <laughs> levitation. Um, object reading, teleportation, teleportation. Yeah, so like in a game like d it's like it, it, for the longest time we were like, well, you know, we just there's no really point in bringing in a scientist. What are they going to be able to do that you don't already get? And, and really, the only thing originally they could do was they had this psychic knife kind of thing. And it was a power that they could manifest, that they could use all the time. And all the mages were going, TSR or Wizards of the Coast, what's wrong with you? Why can't we have a power that's magical that we can manifest all the time? You know, Which is what led to 4th and 5th edition. Basically, everybody has some, some cantrips that they can cast every round, all day long. Just like a uh, a fighter can swing a sword all day long, at least that yeah, was the theory.
2: Yeah, they um. No, you sit there and and in, in third edition they had excuse me the Scionics Handbook and then the expanded Scionics Handbook and the the um the Scion class
0: uh-huh. it
2: was it was a wizard it just it, the, the the different skin you know right but that soul knife that 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 blade. They made a whole class of that called the Soul Knife. And you can turn it into a sword. A bit, and, and yeah, there's all sorts of variations. And they copied it over to um, DreamScarred Press for Pathfinder did. Um, all, well, all, they eventually, they, they did piecemeal books. Oh, this here. And then they just finally slapped it all together into Ultimate Psionics. And it still has the Scion, the scion where, you know, it's your wizard. But they added, oh, you have now one that can make an ectoplasmic suit. You have another one that sees the patterns in the universe and can do everything from trap diffusing to just shutting your body down. One that manipulates fear, one that's a marksman, another one that's a healer, a tactician that can sit. then they have this thing called a collective and like three, three or four of these classes that now. Oh, I can have a, a psychic network with you, and if I'm a tactician, I can coordinate, and if I'm a vitalist, I can, you know, heal you through this link. So they've expanded it greatly because they were as three zero three five Pathfinder one E. They wanted to make it where it just wasn't same stuff, different skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they really have gotten now even more so. Dreamscart Press has really expanded it to give you that flavor of. It's not just magic with a different name. You right. can so do, yeah,
0: so it, it seems like you're agreeing with me, Trev, that uh, that unless you isolate powers to different sources or such, you know it, you really are all you're really doing is just adding different speci- special effects. Just, yeah yeah you, know, you you it's really the same thing, you know that you know there there really aren't any real differences between the various schools kinds of magic, cyanicists and everything else, unless you go ahead and you make these distinctions and you say nobody, you know, you can't do this. This this belongs to the to the the sorcerers. This belongs to the uh uh you know to the alchemists this belongs to you know the wizards or this belongs to the druids and this belongs to you know the, the various gods of, of power, you know? I, I don't think
1: it has to be so much, uh, di- you know, like wizards cannot use like these psionic tricks, but I definitely think it needs to be a, you have to be a high-level wizard to even mimic this low-level sci- psionicist trick, or, or vice versa. I think they definitely need to be identifiable at at the very least at the at the low to mid levels. And then once you get to high level, you can maybe start to impersonate the other classes a yeah. bit. I, well, I think they,
2: they kind of did something. Oh, what was it? Um well because that's what I think the first edition Psy was where and you mentioned it earlier, the psionics only affected other people, except for what would you call it, Bruce? I think it was Psychic Blast. That was the yeah. one you could affect normal humans. Yeah. I I see that there and there's players uh, I think out was there called
0: Mind Blast.
2: Yeah, which in 3035 OGL now it's a cone effect mind bl- the mind blast, it's a cone effect, and if you fail your save, you're you're stunned, and I think you may take uh a little bit of ability damage like charisma damage or wisdom damage or whatever. But no, usually when I see somebody wanting to play Psynix in a magic game, and they brought this up in the expanded Psy handbook and then later in um Ultimate psionics. Well, I want all my powers to not be affected by magic. You can't do Dispel Magic on me, and I want these... And they want to be invulnerable. They mm-hmm. they do it just so they can be feel special and do the one-shot, one-kill. Yeah, I wiped all you guys out with just thinking. You never saw me gesticulate. You didn't hear me say a word. I didn't have anything in my hands. No, you know, and just, psh, you're all dead. And you get those players. Sadly, we've all had players like that, where... Mm-hmm. They want it to just dominate the game because they feel, well, why do you play a wizard? Everybody knows what a wizard does. You want to stop him? You tie his hands, you take away his spell pouch, and you gag him. And he's just a normal human, and you just, you know, knife knife in between the ribs, you know, and you're yeah. done.
0: Yeah, take um, away his broken stick.
2: Yeah. Yeah, right. But in in um the three oh three five side manifestation, um, there is they they do. Oh, what is it called? Let me. I just happen to have the PDF up. What do they, there's something, I think they called a psionic magic transparency, where, Mm. well, I mean, because they, they have one or two rules with that. One, dispel psi and dispel magic affect each other, where they make it, oh, it's just a new form of magic, yeah, and the powers interact and all this, and, oh, detect magic, oh, yeah, that guy over there has psi. Then they have the one where it is, no, you. These are different powers. If you throw dispel magic at me, thinking you're going to get rid of my remote viewing, not an option. Yeah. So they have those two disparities that you can use right. if you want. Psi is just yeah, it's, it. It it's a new form of magic, but it's still magic.
0: Right. Well, if you're going to do that, of course you should do it further and say, okay, then that means that you can't dispel miracles, right?
2: Yeah, I would I would put that in, and I think that would probably be along the lines of, uh, well, because Dispel Magic, um, I, I think you guys remember this from the OGL with Dispel Magic, you have to do a caster level check against the level of, you know, the DC, and it, let's say it's a miracle, and you want to, dis- I want to Dispel Magic, okay, this miracle level spell, I failed the roll, no, the spell goes off because I wasn't powerful enough to shut that miracle level power down, yeah. I would still think they would make it where okay, you need to get powerful enough to work. You know, dispel said power, dispel yeah. magic, dispel psi. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I
0: think, I think they should have you know separate, um, you know th- that they should be separate and that you know you that a, a, a <clears throat> that a, a cleric can't you know dispel you know a mage's power. Just like a cyanist can't dispel a mage's power and the mage can't dispel a cyanuses power.
2: Yeah, that's where it is the two where you have um okay, do the extreme in terms of the so imaginary different ideas and yeah. do, that do that not interact. There? Yeah. Oh no, there is something where you said um certain powers, if if it's a high enough level, uh, they have something here called semi-transparency. Power resistance works against magic, but is reduced by 10. So power resistance 17 would be spell resistance 7. And the spell resistance works against Psy the same way. You knock it down by 10, dispel magic, takes a minus 10 penalty to the rolls, dispel psi, anti-magic fields and dead magic zones have a 50% chance of affecting Psy. Yeah. So they have that. They, they, they kind of make it where, yeah, there's some transparency. It'll work, but it's harder. It's harder to do be, or easier to do depending.
0: Yeah, uh, well, I, I don't like it. I mean, I, I think A, it's not fair, and B, I, I, I mean, there are some things like that. There are some higher-level things like wish, like ultra-reality, like, um, um, you know, I don't think there is one for uh, possibly divine intervention. I mean, there, you know, there are—there should be ways of basically, you know, if you're if you're in somebody else's grouping, you should be able to still, you know, take it down. But you'd have to be really high level. What you're really saying is 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 that I'm so powerful that I'm an exception to the rule. Yeah. You know, and and I'm okay with that. Okay, as long as the rule exists that under normal circumstances, up to a a reasonably high level, you know, you you need a dispel. You need a cleric to dispel the cleric stuff. Okay, you need a mage to dispel the mage stuff. and So, arcane
2: arcane magic works against arcane magic, divine against divine. And it's funny, speaking of psychic magic, Pathfinder did put out their own Psy rules. It's not third party from like DreamScar Press. It is in and I need to look at the book here real quick, Occult Adventures. You have six new classes. They make it where, yeah, Psy, but it's spooky spooky. And... (laughs) And there was finger wiggling. And that's it the thing. That's good. the thing.
1: For a fantasy setting, if I want to have psionics be separate from magic, it would. I would want it for the spooky, spooky. It would be well, alien. It would be. And it's, and it's funny. John, it would be none of American the then. gods or of nature. It would be like in D anD D terms. It would be of the far realms. It'd be the things yeah. that mind flayers and intellect devours yeah, uh-huh, and beholders use. They, they have
2: a companion book to uh, called Adventures. Where it it's sort of you know chocolate and peanut butter. It's called horror adventures, where you're dealing with things like insanity, possession, weird,
1: you know, psychic. Well, and and psychic duels. I was just thinking, uh, basically, Stranger Things. Yeah, because all the psychic abilities we see in Stranger Things is pretty much related to the Upside Down. I'm going to say this, I still have
2: not seen Stranger Things, but yeah, you're going to try, y'all are going oh, to try and take away my D card. <laughs> nice try. No, but,
1: but no, you do need just, to see that. <laughs> yeah, it, it,
2: it's, it's, but, and it's funny because, okay, for your D&D type magic, OGL magic, you have your verbal, somatic, and material components. Depending on the type of spell, you may have at least verbal, some others you have, or what the material, what, what do they call for Divine. A divine focus. You either have, like for a druid, you have your holly and they still missile. Have, they
0: still have material components, or they have focus. Yeah, yeah. Focus, yes.
2: In in the psychic magic for occult adventures, all you have is an emotional component and a logical component. And there mm. are overwrites. You can do detect magic as psychic magic. You could say, and I'm looking up because I, I tried doing a psionics as magic campaign and it was that FTL campaign where I had the fantasy world they crash landed on. Oh, it's like, you know, sort of medieval earth. And, you know, they, they gesticulate, but it's Psy. But they treated it as met. And what it was, was um, I'm looking up these spells and detect magic. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, bard level zero, wizard level zero. And all of a sudden I'm seeing psychic occultist, mesmerist, kineticist. I'm like, wait, okay. And so I looked it up. I'm like, okay, you don't use, you know, just a word. You have, and I forget what it was for detect magic. I'm just using it as an example. It was either a logical component or an emotional component. And I think depending on the type of spell, it would vary, or you might have both. So that's how they treated psychic magic for Pathfinder. So yeah, they in that case then psychic magic is just another school of magic like Arcane and Debat. Excuse me. But with the third party stuff, no, is it is own discipline usually and it is as opposed to interacting with otherworldly forces in one way or another no it is an evolutionary trait like we say how it is why the fringe paths and uh, psi works on 99.9 because it's a human evolutionary trait nine times out of ten so yeah it it's when you started talking about the differences between magic and psi it it brought all that up and i was using all those as examples for how are they different and the transparency and everything and i uh, yeah i'm just gonna Drink some tea, or I've rambled long enough.
1: Well, that's okay. like that's what I was saying. Like with 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 the way Fifth Edition D anD D has has been running, si, Although I know they've been exploring newer options recently over the past couple of years, but as far as the way it was initially, you know, used. Like I said, it was just a tr- a character trait on you know mind flayers and such that they could cast these spells you know without components and without. Uh, ritual and all that stuff, but it was always you could tell it was always those creatures associated with the far realms, you know those alien Cthulian Lovecraftian yeah. type realms. Yeah. So that I I like that in the sense of it. Okay, that made psionics alien and weird because yeah. Otherwise, in a fantasy campaign, yeah, there's really no need for psionics when you have magic. So unless you do something that makes it stand out from magic, and as it is. Yeah, there's no point.
2: And it's usually a thematic element to it.
1: Yeah, oh,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. You yeah. you can
0: basically wrap it in as much you know, uh, you know, narrative as you want. Yeah, you know?
2: yeah. Thank you. And,
0: and but I'm just saying, is it from from the standpoint of game design, you know, the structural aspects of it, the mechanistic parts of it, you know, uh, I I think that you know they 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 need to identify them as being separate, you know. Uh, unless, of course, you know, you just feel like you're not going to be able to get. Well, I, I mean, I, I think this is wrong, but I'm just saying. I know there's going to be people up there saying, "Is that, well? If, if I'm mage and I can only pick one one school, a magic, you know, divination or evocation or create, you know, creation, manipulation, whatever. Uh, then I'm just not going to be a, a, a good enough. You know, a, a good enough character to be successful, you know, and then, and just like you says, well, then that means that over here on your clerics, you know, I, I can just do healing spells and I can't, which, which by the way, originally fell under necromancy, which was cool. <laughs> and, because you're
2: okay. still, because you're still manipulating bioenergy, life Ex- energy. Yeah, you're, you're mm-hmm.
0: manipulating bodies, okay, or yeah. divination, or you know, some other things like that. And they would say like, well, can't we have two, you know, and that's where you'd, you know, in the clerics, you could say something along the lines of, well, whatever your God, you know, whatever their spheres of influence are. And that's why in second edition, they had spheres for gods. But I'm just saying is that, you know, I would really encourage personally, my opinion, yeah, encourage everybody to see how little you, you can give your players and still, you know, give them that ability. I mean, you can buff it, for example, you could say, hey, you have only this the, you know, this one thing, but every spell that you cast out of it is like two levels higher than it's listed in the book. You know, I used to do it that way by saying, is it, you know, everyone's a spell specialist, which means that any spells that they learned that were outside of their class, they cast them as if they were two levels less which meant that sometimes, until you got to third level, uh, uh, a lot of spells could even be cast, you know, that were in other schools because they, you, know, you basically reduce the, the caster level to negative one by that definition. I
1: was going to say because yeah, I think what D and D does right now in fifth edition is, it, you know, if you when you pick a specialist class, all it does is it makes learning the the spells of that school easier, which is you know more of a narrative thing. I mean, there was. A so slight mechanical. You, uh, yeah, because I mean, it's already like, well, I just take as much time as I need, as much time as the 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 DM is willing to give me. Yeah. But yeah, it's like you could learn it in half the time and for half the cost, which I get. I mean, at lower levels, matters, but or your DC goes up, which means that it's harder to resist. Yeah, music. I yeah. think
2: they do that with third edition too, and all that, where it's yeah. uh, you right. have prohibited schools, like, oh, I want to specialize in illusion and be an illusionist. Well, I and I forget what two schools, but I think it's because, you know, the spell slots.
0: Yeah, they did that.
2: I, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying is, it is you know, what's easier and hopefully might be better, okay, would be just simply to, um, you know, uh, uh, in D&D especially, because it's so, you know, overpowered, uh, just only let them have one school, you know, whatever that might be and uh and, and and separate the spells out to the different you know classes you know so uh or or as i say uh, arcane uh uh and divine miracles, miracles yeah. and psychic you know and uh and then if you know if you want to, to 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 get do a gimme then say but you can read scrolls okay yeah. It, yeah. and it would be like you know because you're not the caster who put it down on the uh, on the parchment? Okay, they're the ones that actually put the power into it. You're just releasing it. So that would be that would be a gimme that would kind of bridge that. You know, if people were having a hard time with being able to do stuff, you know, uh, likewise you could you know say there's certainly plenty of of um, in D and D items, you know, miscellaneous items or even wands, you know, that have Certain abilities that you could do that, but I again, I want to. I, I think that you would. I think you'll be much more satisfied in 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 your character concepts and how they play if they if you know that what you can do, nobody else outside of your group, your school or whatever, can do. You know, and which brings us to uh, our next thing, which is is that you know, may magic. You know, usually. Uh, has a collection of spells which can be further collected I- into schools you know yeah uh, the wizard basically is the is is the you know has ever has the toolkit overflowing toolkit of all these weird spells but everybody else you know all the other subclass or whatever at least from the intention of the subclass is supposed to have you know Narrower range, yeah, of what they can do and what they can cast, okay. So, likewise, you know, uh, but and psionicists tend to be even more restricted, uh, if you look at the literature and everything else, because psionicists tend to have one power,
1: yeah, one, just one one ability thing. and variations on that, yeah. One. I mean, you
0: might yeah. be able to do more things with it and and, and Tritac was pretty good in the sense that what they would do is is that they would say you have you know this and then all these like other kind of variant abilities were underneath it yeah so for example body control which was uh, which was pretty much you, you know, considered to be a real psionics type ability allowed you to uh ex- you know Extend your breathing, so you could either breathe in low. You know, um, you could change your body basically. You using this power, you could you could make your lungs bigger or whatever. You could last without air a longer period of time, or you could grow taller or smaller. You know, within reason, uh, because then it becomes magic. You know, Um, and or um, you know, you could become stronger. Or you can become more limber. I mean, all these things, you know, we're all under body control. You know, so if you said, hey, you know, so I'm just saying you either had one power, telekinesis, you know, and as you got better, you could pick up more and more things or maybe... Other power stunts, yeah. Or you could, maybe you could move it faster to the point where you could take a rock and hurl it like a bullet because you're still it, moving it with, with mind power, but you're now able to imbue it with so much more force that it basically is, becomes ammunition.
1: Your skill and willpower have achieved a uh, yes. m- right. finer control over your right. your ability.
0: Or or as I, as I just mentioned you have a family of effects that are all related to one overarching, you know, power ability. Really. I
2: have an example of that Bruce. Uh, okay. For, okay. The Trinity game, you know, where, oh, the the seven the different houses that ha- each have a psi power. Well, when they converted to D20, you could pick from one of six disciplines. It's like clairsentience, astronavigation, telepathy, biokinesis, and two others. And you would get, over the course of your levels, you know, zero. you had a base zero level power, and then there were three of one through five. And by the time you got to, like, 15, 16, 17 level, you had all 15 powers. But you also had a feat where, a couple feats where you could, okay, let's say I have the vitakinetic. I'm not only tweaking my own body, I can heal, I can get rid of disease. I might even be able to bring it back from the dead. Oh, but I also want to do the telekinetic power. Okay, I might only get that zero level power and maybe one discipline from those, uh, one of those three, I pick one of those three first level powers. But you still were specializing. Your main focus was that vitakinesis. And then oh, I got a little bit of telekinesis over here. It's, and of course, it, the thematic was you got, what's the term? You got your genetics cleaned and it helped. You were latent and it brought it out. And with practice, by getting the feats, you could get the little bit of the other discipline, but it's not a lot. You knew what house you belonged to, what discipline you had. So, yeah, it's kind of like that where you are not quite a, you know, jack of all trades, master of none, but you had your focus. That was the word I was looking for. You had, okay, we know what you do. You can dabble, but it's going to be very little dabbling. You're going to have like 99% your main discipline. Oh, and this 1% you could do is this parlor trick. Yeah, uh, but you also said something about magic being in a collection of spells and the schools. Right. Um. And you know, for and we all know them. Abjuration.
0: Thematically, a thematic collection. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You have, yeah, and 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 D and D. You know, it's been ab, abjuration, conjuration, divination, right, enchantment, evocation, illusion, necromancy, and transmutation. Now with the third party stuff. Zuntite. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I gotta get that checked. Oh. Now the third party stuff that I mentioned from well, originally it was in expanded Psy handbook, and then they carried it over to Dreamsguard. You had your six disciplines, and then they added a seventh one. It was uh, uh, what, what, uh, metacreativity, psychometabolism, psychoportation. Yeah, t- uh, yeah let's see. Clairsentience, metacreativity, psychokinesis, psychometabolism, psychoportation, telepathy. Then they added another one. And I think it was called Sonics Updated the Seventh Path, and it was I'm going to mess up this term.
0: You're kind of losing me.
2: <laughs> a fanatism. Where you were dealing, it was psi power, and you were dealing with souls. And again, you're sort of bringing in a bit of that horror aspect because, yeah, you're going into the ethereal plane and you're tweaking souls, and you can touch somebody and shunt their soul, soul for, shunt their soul, yeah, shunt their soul from their body for a little bit and cause you know psychic damage. So yes, they did it with with psionics too, and I think yeah. again it's the whole Sh- thing of <laughs> yeah. shades
0: of. Uh- uh, of, of dr strange yeah where, yeah that, that, where, where, we're the, t- uh, where the old ancient one would just hit you and knock your soul out of your body
2: and then strange did it to spider-man where he freaked out yeah oh god i'm dead no it's your astral form settle down give me the box yeah um but yeah <laughs> i know that they sent the six pads and it was the copy you know how the sign is like the wizard and then they added the seventh one and again i think As I've read that one, it's more, okay. this is, again, the spooky spooky with the wiggling fingers. And they're trying to put the horror theme into it where you're dealing with beyond the grave. And there's a a fanatism is kind of like necromancy. Duh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that just now hit me. I've had the book for like four years. Um, But yeah, so Psy does have its disciplines. And just in normal Psy, all three powers can be either telepathy, telekinesis, or teleportation. Those are usually the three major side disciplines, barring OGL type. I've always seen them as one of the three. Those three main, and then all of the, all the other psychic stuff are somehow variations on a theme. Like, oh, clairsentience, you're gaining telepathy from far, far away. Remote viewing, you know, or clairaudience or clairvoyance or whatever. Yeah, I've always seen it broken down into the three disciplines, and then they broke them down the six for OGL side, so... But, yeah, they still have both schools or disciplines, magic and psi. It's just there's some overlap, not a lot. And that's where you get the spells that you can do. Oh, you can do this spell and you can do this power. It's the same thing. Um, pyrokinesis, is, it's fireball or burning hands or scorching ray. And, you know, yeah. And protecting yourself against that would just be like, oh, God, what's the name for magic? Endure um, Elements. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember the name of that. Um, but, yeah, it it it's... It, the, the schools and the family, the family of effects and the, and the schools, yeah, you can still break them down and they're similar, but it's just the, the range of breaking the side down is different. Just, yeah, it it's, I've, I've kind of noticed that as I've been using the, the, because I don't use the, um, the occult adventures, I go straight for the, the third party stuff because it's what I've been used to. They did it from three Oh three five. So, um, Oh, what? there's something else. I'm probably going to remember it later. So yeah, hey, look, next topic.
0: Uh. Okay. So, all right, so let's just, you know, uh, let's move on to how does magic and science work in practice? Okay, so, you know, if you're familiar, and most everybody is with D&D, you know, you know that the, the clerics and the uh, magic users, they have gestures, components, and words. Okay. Sometimes they don't. You know. Sometimes one or the uh, one or uh, you know. Well, until s- third edition came around, you could get rid of all but one of those. All right. Uh, and you know, in third edition, if you were willing to take enough feats, you could literally just evoke it. <laughs>
2: Silence. Yep. Silence spell. Still spell. And oh god, issue materials. That was issue the-
0: materials. Yes. yes. Okay. So. Uh, You know, and and usually they said there was a higher cost, as in the spell would be cast at a higher level, or you had to have special materials, or whatever, you know, just, and sometimes they provided substitutions like focus, you know, a, a crystal or something like that, that would take the place of components and such. So they had workarounds, okay, you know, to basically reduce these demands in order to get the effect to manifest, okay. Now... Sionis, okay, historically has been pretty much always depicted as a harsh look. <laughs> just look, you know, Bruce.
2: And- why am I rem- why am I reminded of River Tam and Firefly, where she just peeks back into the med bay, looking at um, Jane. Oh, and I can kill you with my brain and just leaves. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Usually, at, at at most, we might see them extending a hand.
0: Well, that's going to say, I I would argue that that in a lot of cases they have to have a somatic component, which is that extended hand. You know, you have to point, you know, at your target yeah. or whatever. They, they do have something in in the ultimate psionics. It's display
2: now. Uh, Let's see, auditory, material, mental, olfactory, or visual. Like, oh, you're doing this and you smell flowers or whatever. Or your eyes glow. Or Or they go
0: white. Or they go black.
2: (laughs) Or you hear a high-pitched hum. Or um, the air might sparkle. Or you hear, like, a metal chime in your head. Now, with a concentration check, you can get rid of the display. And it's, what, DC 15 plus the level of the power. But... Yeah, they they did put that into uh, the third-party stuff, so you still know that powers are being cast because there's something, some part of it, not so much that you need to do it, but you you know it's not just the harsh look. I
1: there's always, yeah, I always treated stuff like, well, at least the gesture stuff is, is more of just a focus. It wasn't necessarily... Needed a psychological to, crutch. Yeah, it was It was just like a... Is, aren't they all... <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like the Wand for a Wizard. It was just a focal point to help them focus their ability, but, I mean, if their hands were tied, they could still do it. They just might, you know, miss a little bit.
2: Well, I remember in Harry Potter, and I learned this from Jeff and Josie because Jeff, in one of my old Saturday games, ran a Death Eater. And so I had to learn, excuse me, the magic system and how it worked for a Potter-esque, we will use that term, Potter-esque Potter caster yeah. to do this, and Josie Pixie told me, oh, no, they've got wandless magic classes, but it's not till like, third or fourth year. After a while, you don't need a wand to cast a spell.
0: You, you know, just we always good. saw them doing it in the books and in the movies. And yeah, there was but... always
1: a big pressure, like, like Voldemort so wanted this elder wand, and it's like, what?
2: what? He shouldn't need wands, he's Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, just, like,
0: not but, only that, but as it turned out, it worked against him, because he didn't like him, because he wasn't the proper wielder.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. right, yeah, wands are attuned to, yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, they had something about, uh, with Psy, there was something else about how to cast and all that. with.
0: Well, okay, let, let me let yeah. me continue a little bit, okay? Yeah, yeah. I would also argue that in a lot of representations of Psy, there's a material component, okay? You see these, these depictations, and all of a sudden, there's this gush of blood coming out of their nose. Their yeah. Fire starter, yes. Yeah, Fire starter, you know, Stranger like Things. More, yep. Yeah, and and a lot of times, you know, you see them basically take physical damage uh, uh, Oh, uh, in um, the uh, third uh, Star Wars episode three. Episode three, where he's casting bad spells and his body, his face is becoming disfigured. Oh, when like he's that.
2: doing the force lightning, and he uh, Palpatine gets older and older. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: I don't
1: know. Yeah. I mean, I, I I see the point. I, I always felt that was more of uh, Windu was reflecting it with his lightsaber and his own force powers. But I, yeah, I can see the point there.
0: Okay, again, yeah, I, I'm saying this is it, you know. And there's and there's been cases where. Again, in stories or whatever, where they want, you know, someone who's using a a, a powerful psionic ability, they want, you know, other people there, you know, they'll grab onto their arms and, and things like that. And as they cast, the other person withers, you know, and they're fine because they're somehow drawing some essence Off of that person, you know, whether it be life force, whether it be just whatever is required, you know, so they don't have to, they don't have to, to power, you know, in in essence, take the damage. Almost almost like
2: a vampirism or like, what do they call it? Magic, where you do a ritual and hundreds of people, apotheosis, that's what it is, where you just suck in the life force of, you know, like. Oh my, my! entire cult died, but now I can shift the planet of you know the path of right, the right. But it's yeah. it's
0: not just that because in uh oh uh in Full Metal Alchemist they talk about the law of equivalency, the equivalent there's,
2: exchange. Yeah. So was you're that.
0: casting even if you're doing a mental power, there's has to be some some Most. equivalent price yep. Yep. you have to pay, whether it's lifespan, whether it's just just draining your body, whether it's actually damaging your body. Oh,
2: oh, what was it, the whole thing, the whole basis of it? They were trying to bring back their mother and one yeah, lost tra- an arm and the other was became. Dead. Yeah, you know, and their and mother. They,
0: they, they tried yeah. to bring her back and it took them, to, they found out too late that there is nothing equivalent to a, a life of a person, not even somebody else's life. And yeah. so they, they fail and they get, they get wounded, you know, terribly as a result. Yeah and it's just this ongoing thing you know they keep trying and trying but ultimately that's the that's what they're going to have to discover is is that you can't bring people back because nothing is more precious and unique than life itself and therefore you can't replace it with something else there is no equivalency so that's no. that's that's the message of the anime that should be getting out there yeah. i'm not quite sure how they they did it in later ones cuz i haven't actually watched a lot of it. This would but, be
2: where I'd be texting my kid and waiting for an answer. Right.
0: Um, so what I'm saying here is is that it, it, you can go the the simple way of, you know, put your little hand, finger up next to your head you know, at your temple and go, bing! Hi, buddy! You know, telepathy. Or you know, I mean you know, or you can add in somatic aspects of it. You can add in material requirements. Okay? Uh, you know, yeah.
1: Crystals were a big thing during the 90s.
0: Yeah. So I'm just saying is that you you can do that. All right. If you want there to be, you know, if you think that not doing that would give too much of an advantage to the psionist over, you know, the mage or the cleric, because, you know, I mean, let's face it, you know, that's a lot of stuff they got to deal with, you know, Tritac said, oh, you can issue that. Any uh, everything, as a matter of fact, okay. With a with a total of a negative forty five percent chance of casting your yeah, okay. You add it all up, it's a lot of the minuses. You but know. you but, all you yeah. I just I'm trying.
2: I know what it is now. There's some some provide substitutions for components, and I remember it was in Bureau thirteen all the time, and it was the kitchen witches. Yeah, where
0: yeah. Okay, improper, we need... they were they were they were fine with doing improper components. It was the only real advantage that they had.
2: Yeah, it's like, oh, yes, we need to sacrifice this chicken. Well, I can defrost this chicken breast I was going to use for dinner. Oh, right. we need wolves, bane. I got some bait leaves over in my cupboard. Yeah, right. and so the
0: smell. I got some mint. Yeah,
2: mint. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have some yeah. all spices and turmeric, sweetie. We're
0: fine.
1: Well, this one says yeah. we need mint. Oh, I'll go get the kids toothpaste.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and we need a special silver bowl. Well, we've got that Christmas, you know, we have, we have the Christmas serving dishes. Right, so yeah. We only use once a year. They're special. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes. you oh, get it. I love you, it. I mean, you you they're use, so much fun. Yeah, you
2: use it, and so you're substituting, and it ends up being like a, a scroll mishap where it might go off, but not quite as you expected.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And well, I, 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 didn't. I tended not to make them weaker. You know, uh, I mean, I mean, I made them weaker. They, they couldn't get the spell effects off that 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 more traditional, uh, yeah. you, you know, uh, mages and whatever could do. But so yeah, you they- did
2: it with a price. Like, yeah, the fire. Yeah, the seance went off, but unfortunately, you brought. Every ghost that died within a mile is now at your kitchen table. Well, no, yeah. I'm
0: saying I, I'm saying that wouldn't happen with a kitchen witch. They couldn't they couldn't generate that kind of effect. Okay, but you know, and as and because they had that limitation, they can use simpler, impure components with confidence that it's still going to do the job. Okay, okay, so they might they have. They couldn't
1: had... summon Beelzebub, but they could summon Bug, the little imp. yeah, a bug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, the hell bug.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, believe me, you, you know, I've, I've been chased by some wasps and, 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 and they, they put, they put the fear or something in me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, anybody who's ever come home and found ants all over their countertops. Oh and yeah. It's gone ballistic. Oh
1: <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: You know, you, you, you don't have to have, you know, uh, a, a, a uh, you know, uh, eye glowing, you know, you know, uh, Kodiak bear, you know, to to just to chase somebody out of a house. <laughs> so, all right. So, anyways, uh so you can separate them that way, but yeah. you know, I'm just saying is, yeah. You know, and I would, in some ways, it would probably be a, a fair thing to do. But the other alternative, of course, is to say, hey, do we really need all this stuff? You know, is is, you know, if we re, if we neglect some of this stuff, you know, like they have done in later editions of D and D, then you know, that we, we can also, you know, don't have to worry so much about the psionics. But yes, I do definitely believe that, you know, the whole sneakiness of psionics versus mages who have to basically make everyone know what they're doing by saying these 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 throat scratching words and the weird gestures that someone just has to go over, and grab their hands, and say, No, you're not. You know, and the and the is like, Oh, yes, I am. Okay, you know, that's you know, if you're making a balanced system, there has to be compensations like that. Yeah, so it's in. That's one way of doing it is to basically say, okay, you're everybody has has the all three of these. You know, it's just you know they're just different in flavor. You know, so and that would be fair. But you know, if that doesn't fit your narrative concept, then that that's okay too. So yeah, all right. So the final thing I wanted to talk about. Is uh, well, you know, and and I am assuming that magic and psionics are supposed to be equivalent in power. We just talked about the kitchen witches, which are decidedly lower power, but you know, I mean, we speak generally about these things. You know, everyone starts weak and then they get powerful and more powerful until finally, you know, depending upon the level of power in the campaign, you know, they they should be you know, equivalent, you know, the ability you have the ability to do equivalent amounts of effect you yeah. know I don't, you know mayhem you know healing whatever you, whatever you want to call it you should be equivalent in that regard because that means the characters are well balanced okay you know the, the poor fighters of course are sitting over here saying hey so we just keep getting screwed do we okay so and that's another topic that we're going to talk about this other time which is how to make fighter types equivalent in power to the you know to the the spellcasters and psionicists and these so that you know people want to play them without making them so complicated that nobody wants to play them you know? so all right but that's another that's another topic. We'll come back to that maybe maybe next time uh, but the uh, but the last thing I wanted to talk about is is how the campaign treats these people okay so, assuming that you have like the clerics and you have the mages and you have the psionists, okay, all in in the same campaign, okay, how are they treated differently in your campaign, okay? And, you know, and and I'm not saying there's a a good or bad here. I just know that it's something you have to consider because, you know, no one's all going to be the same, right? You know, there's there are, you know, narrative reasons why they're not all equivalent. You know, unless you specifically want to create a, you know, my hero academia where you know, everybody's got their thing. You know, everybody's special. Every hero or Marvel where everybody has different. Everybody's special, right? You know, they've got powers, but most of the time, I think that in a campaign, okay, one group has a distinct advantage over another okay jonathan he says what what would be your take on that
1: okay so like again if we're like talking like a fantasy campaign the magic or is... can be
0: modern but it's still fantasy in the sense that it has right right and, and uh, okay so if that. we're talking
1: like like standard medieval fantasy fantasy land fantasy then yeah, yeah magic is more on uh, more common in my eyes again I, I like my psionics to be alien and and not of nature not of natural sources so yeah almost everybody's going to look at any psionicist and if they can identify them as a psionicist and not just some weird wizard then yeah they'll be shunned and and seen as unnatural okay. in general Youth, in general yeah.
2: Yeah, usually in, if you have like a magic campaign where, you know, your typical D&D campaign where, yeah, it's still weird, but you know a mage. You know a cleric. Psionics usually are the ones that kill the thought. You don't see them coming. They could be walking in a crowd and a person could just drop dead and you never know where it came from. That's usually the convention I see why Psy is so feared in fantasy games. Because you can see the mages and the clerics coming. You tie and bound and gag a mage, or you take away the cross on a cleric, you got them. Yeah, they, they ain't do anything. That psi you can okay. bound, well, gag, and yeah.
1: But then, yeah, if I'm doing more modern where, it, like, Bureau Thirteen or or even like a superhero genre and set in the modern day, where you can have both magic and psionics, it's. I would say it's going to depend on the the setting in general, but I would say yeah. most people are going to be afraid of both. Um, Both what? magic and
0: things. There's what magic? There's there there's magic. There's miracles and there's science. Hmm,
1: fair enough. Um, well, if we're dealing with that, then miracles. If it's in the classic sense, again, again, a modern like modern day Earth, I'd say they'll look at miracles and they'll be like, oh, they'll be in awe and and probably a little scared of them, but they're not gonna be as aggressive against them as magic or psi. Although, this is where either one of those, I think, could impersonate a miracle under the right circumstances. So, the the smart mages and the smart um, psionists are just going to, you know, I'm working for God!
2: Power of the lie.
1: Yep. Unless, of course, you've used, you know, uh, character
0: uh, protection, that they can't do that except by some kind of trickery oh
1: yeah i mean it would be very much trickery yeah because yeah yeah, they wouldn't be able to pull off a true miracle but they could make it look like their abilities are miracle because in
0: in the story of moses that's exactly what happened moses shows up takes his stick you know uh his staff he touches it to the water the river turns to blood okay power of god okay pharaoh goes to his magicians his court magicians say okay this this guy you know is uh, you know are you not as powerful as this man's god and they said oh don't worry and they go out there and they use trickery and they basically get the same effect as they see we did it too so yeah you can counterfeit miracles yeah okay even if you're not actually doing the same thing okay what i was trying to uh, go for here is that usually people are have already aligned themselves with a religion or uh, one or a set of gods okay so anybody who's a practitioner under that is protected by society you know it, 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 they, they are considered to be you know the the righteous dudes okay no matter what they do okay yes yeah. you know yeah. the righteous dudes in South America in Mesoamerica were slitting people's throats by the truckload, okay, appeasing the God so the sun would come up the next morning. But they were righteous dudes, okay? (laughs) So just because you do bad things, you know, doesn't mean necessarily that the people don't think that you're a great person for doing it. Anyway, uh, but that also means that if you have, if your God is in opposition to another deity, then the practitioners of that deity are... They're they're the worst ever. Doesn't matter what any any other power exists in the world, they are the worst because <laughs> they're in direct opposition to the, your your yeah. your main person. Your and God. That,
2: and then usually those ones are the ones that are practicing down in the sewers and in the back alleys and in secret cult meetings and stuff because right. they have to. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. So you know, on one hand, you know, you you see this group that that that. You know, on, on the surface is very protected, but only in a uh, only in a narrow geographical area. Once you go outside that area, then all of a sudden they might have a have a lot of minuses. They might have a lot of of uh, detriments that are being uh, uh, applied to them. You know, because you know they're you know, I mean, literally walking into the uh, 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 the the the, the crypt the, the temple of another god usually means that if you have a cleric your powers are stripped away at least while you're there yeah you can't manifest any powers because you're not you're in the presence of, you're in somebody else's god's world space okay welcome to my house yeah right right yeah while your mages you know theoretically you know though they might not be they might not be able to negate you know those powers you know uh, they can, can still use their powers. Same with the signs, they can still use their powers, you know, unless the god is anti magic, in which case, you know, you know then, then, yeah, there, there's going to be things that prevent that, you know. So I, I'm saying is, is that, you know, I think that on the surface, it always looks like the clerics are the most accepted form of magic, uh, let's just say spellcasters, yeah. okay, of, of power effectors, okay. As you said, the the psionicists, you know, uh, they, you know, depending upon the culture or whatever, they could be considered to be aberrations, and therefore, you know, not. But by the same token, if you believe that uh, sorcerers have their power because of their of demon heritage or dragon heritage, they would be. It would that that restriction, societal restriction, would apply to them as well. You know. The mages that get their power by studying for decades, those would, you know, those would at least get, you know, the 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 fact to say, look, these people worked really hard to get their power. They earned their yeah. powers. They earned their place in society. Except of course, then you got the people that say, Oh, a bunch of elitists they are. Yeah, yeah. I think they're better than us. <laughs> yeah. He
1: says,
0: you Yeah, know, no, no place for the common man in this society yeah. is there.
1: And yeah. and you know the, and then you know twenty miles down the road this village that just happens to be, you know, built right next to a, a portal, you know, a, 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 a space time rip that causes psionics to uh, occur a little bit more commonly in the in the population. You know, they could be perfectly right. fine with it, and they think the people who study for power are weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, why do yeah, you have to so... study?
1: You're not naturally blessed like we are.
0: Right, you know it's it's yeah uh, you know, or you know you just don't live in the right place <laughs>
1: you should move here man you get power free
0: yes yeah, it's, you know, it's 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 or at it's least maybe easy. your kids yeah i mean uh, john Ryer used to say that you know the greatest the greatest gift to uh, sci- uh to to psionic powers and and teachers all the teachers would have to be tele- telepaths in a Cyan school because it would be so much more efficient. It's like, okay, you go in there, you look in their mind, you see how they're trying to manifest their powers, you see how they're doing it wrong, and you say, no, 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 ease up a little bit. You know, just think, you know, focus on one thing, you know, don't get distracted, you know, or where's your happy place? You know, think of, you know, uh, you know, visualize it more, You're, you're just, think you're just concentrating on the words and, and just making them ring in your ears, your mental ears. But what you really need to do is you need to see, you know, it going from you to your target, you know, because they, you know, because they can do that. They would be the greatest teachers in the world in that regard, because they could walk you through the process and you could learn in a day what might take on your own, might take a lifetime.
2: Yeah. That, that, uh- I, I had in a game similar uh, a discrepancy between Arcane and Divine Magic, the Maze World game. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Perky God's husband, Oz. He played U.S. Army weapon designer, became a magus, the class in Pathfinder. I, NPC, Yanamami Amazon Shaman, Barobi. So, we Oz and I would play this out of, you know, be sitting there both Indian style and Barobi. It smacked Ziggy in the head. You're thinking too much. Feel, quit thinking. Yeah. You know? Same type of thing that you're you're putting too much mental power, and it's that whole psychic magic, logical and emotional component again, yeah. and psionics. Yeah, you're concentrating too much, or you're not focusing, or yeah, it. I see this similarity where in a psionic culture, teachers would just get in your head and say, "Okay," it'd be like almost like a telepathic data dump, if you right. had yeah, right. psy culture, yeah, and of course yeah. no lying. You know, there'd be you know, right. and I'm yeah, that's that.
0: Dumber. And in something that is highly ritualistic, you know, like certain uh, miracles and certain spell casting, like wizards, okay, then uh, you know you could watch how well they perform the somatic gestures, how well they form the words, okay? And you know, and you could correct them in that area, okay, so that you know uh, and, and basically you help them in two-thirds of it, the last part probably will be able to, you know, and and then you go and say, all right, explain to me what you're doing here, explain to me how these different parts of the spell work with each other, you know? So good teaching doesn't have to require telepathy, okay? It can still be done through observation, experience, and um, just uh, uh, a long and well-formed, uh, there's a term for a teaching, uh, you know, a plan you know study plan, you know, a teaching yeah. plan so you can bring somebody from a novice up to uh, competency. Okay. So you don't have to have that. But I'm just saying that I know that, you know, John said it'd be so easy, you know, to learn things with a telepath who especially if the telepath knew the same thing that you were trying to do. So yeah. Uh you know and and I I could see that, you know, uh, of course, you know, if you're a uh, if if you're a miracle uh, miracle worker, if you're a, a you know uh, then you know higher powers grant you you know revelation. Yeah. You know I can't get it, God. Why is it not working? And all of a sudden you get this vision, you know that either shows you what you're doing wrong, or maybe gives you a a man a, 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 a mantra that if you say it, your 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 thoughts and your you know your your emotions align with what you're trying to do, and that becomes part of the the some the uh, uh, the verbal components, and it makes you and it's unique to yourself. So not every cleric does things exactly the same way. So I mean, so there there's you know there's ways of, of getting around that, but yeah, uh, but as, uh, you know the and as, and as you said, Trav, uh, you know, uh, and, and Jonathan. Uh, if you allow your psionicists to hide that they are manifesting their powers, then they can be the most accepted because no one sees them do it. You know, they're just like everybody else. <laughs>
1: just, yeah. So and so is just the, the best mind reader we have in our school of, of enchantment. They just yeah. I mean, I, I rarely, you know, they their spells never seem to fail. Yeah.
0: Why does this Why does this guy get all the girls? I don't know. He always seems to say the right things, just what they want to hear. I don't. I guess. And now
2: you know? we have the the movies What Men Want and What Women Want. Yeah, where, uh, what women want it was Mel Gibson. What men want it was uh, a P Henson from Person of Interest. And they learn telepathy and they start picking up and they change themselves because they're realizing, oh, this is I yeah. now know what these women or men are looking for. Yeah,
0: right. Unlike Unlikely doing it the hard way in in uh, in Groundhog Day, where, you know, the poor man, you know, is basically reiterating day after day after day, trying to say the words exactly right, you know,
1: (laughs) for 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 10,000 years, supposedly.
0: Who knows how long? I mean, that's, the, the number—that's the, the thing. Number yeah. of days is un- is uncon- incon- inconceivable.
1: Supposedly, an early draft of the script implied that he had been in there for literally like ten thousand years or more. But oh, yeah. I can believe it. <laughs> I can it. believe it.
0: But you know, and ultimately, you know, the truth of the matter was, did he could have, you know, it, it, the reason he was there that long because that's how long it took him to become a better person, not yeah. not do the right thing become the right person and once he did that she fell in love with him so and he could leave but then he didn't want to
1: <laughs> well i <laughs> you know, guess I, know, I mean i assume know, at that point he had stockholm syndrome
0: <laughs> yeah well he's been there so long living anywhere else felt like just a wasteland it was just <laughs> like so different than well he
2: he sat there and said
0: well i can do whatever i
2: want because i'm just gonna and of course they're like yeah whatever you're going to come back tomorrow and do it again and he's there shoving 19 donuts in his mouth they're like what dude what about your cholesterol why don't worry
0: about anything anymore right
2: yeah committing suicide and uh, yeah just doing all these stuff and uh, yeah just
0: i've killed myself so many times (laughs) anyways um uh so all right so I'm just, I'm just going to let each of you uh just kind of summarize what your what your takeaway from this this session is as you know what you really think after this discussion we've had you know what uh what do you think how do you think psionics and magic and everything else should be in a game that would be the game that you wanted to play that had let's say all three of them what would what would be your
1: what would be your your uh, Design plan,
2: Jonathan. You can go first.
1: Oh, okay. Well, if we're having all three, I am probably doing it in a fantasy campaign, um, and so yeah, with all three, yeah, your your, I guess you say your magic or your arcane is going to be very formulaic. Um, and again, I'm going to make exceptions for some certain, certain things, but formulaic rituals you have to study for a while. Your miracles are going to be maybe more powerful, but probably more narrow, not going to be the open toolbox that the arcane has, um, but more powerful and probably more accepted in general, depending on the faith you have and which miracle, which God you're performing miracles for. But then, yeah, a psionics, like I've said, it's going to be the alien thing. That's going to be the thing that the gods are going to look at and go, what the heck is that? What are you doing? How did you do that? And, and nobody's going to, you know, want to be around you because, you know, they're worried you're going to sprout tentacles and eat their brain. And, but, yeah, it, but it'll probably also be even more narrow. It'll be a very, very specific hammer for very specific nails.
2: Okay. Me, I, I tend to want psionics more not in a fantasy game. If Fantasy magic is fine. I'm going to want it in, like, your urban fantasy, like your Bureau 13 or your Fringeworthy, where... Yeah, it might be more accepted because it is seen as the human evolutionary trait. Oh, the the concept of you know hunches and precognition, well, after you know a couple thousand years, they evolve into, oh, you have telekinesis, telepathy, you know, pyrokinesis and all that. And and you have the psi is there, and because you know in your world, oh, well, humans are going to get this anyway. So it's okay. Yeah, it's still new. Magic is going to be the one where, okay, you're dealing with weird forces and it's not something that we humans are eventually going to be born with. Magic would be the one that would be a little more Mm -hmm. hanky and just, you know, you get, as an ex of mine would say, the hairy eyeball, you know, just. So, yeah, I would have. In in a modern or you know, futuristic campaign, Psy would be the normal, yeah. magic would be weird. Yeah. If I did fantasy, magic would be normal. And Psy, it wouldn't be so much creepy, but it would still be mysterious and it would be, oh, a very elite through study they've opened their minds mm. and so they can do this. That's how I put Psy in my
1: fantasy games. Yeah, and I feel the same and, way and, about like modern or, or sci fi as I would be. The magic is the the oddball, the weird one, because yep. yeah, the psionics—at least in those campaigns—I would see them as yeah, just an evolution of science.
2: Or, or better yet, how I describe it to my my players and my uh, throughout my whole metaverse: magic, you're hacking the material realm at a sub-quantum level, and it's a cheat.
1: <laughs>
2: That's how I I do it a lot of times in my games. It's like, oh no, psi is cool, magic no. You're breaking the rules here. You're you're yeah no stop that. You're
1: hacking the matrix. Just... Stop it.
2: Yeah yeah yeah, and then yeah. So that that's I I do magic as usually the no no.
1: Okay,
0: all right. Um, well, for me, uh, like I said, from you know from a narrative point of view, you can do whatever you want. Okay, because that's you know. But from a game design point of view, I believe that there should be a lot more. Uh, a professional um, isolation. You know, I think I think that what the the clerics can do should be completely different than what the mages can do, and the psionicists should be you know should also be protected so they can't. They do other things than what the mages do, and usually it you know because of the way that game is, it's usually taking stuff away from the mages. Frankly, giving it to either either group, but. Um, you know the uh, in, in the latest edition of 5e, you know you you could pick uh, one of the things you could pick were spheres, and you know one of the spheres was the sphere of light, and and basically you have got all the best evocation spells that the that the mages had, and you get to apply that to your cleric, and I'm like, okay, this is uh, this is a, this is a, this to me was a cheat, you know where you basically were violating uh, class uh, um, class protections. Ah. So yeah, Uh, so I want that. I want definitely you know uh, professional or class protections. Okay, as far as you know the genre is concerned, um, you know uh, I I I think they work in everything. You know we have clerics today. You know Uh, I mean there's there's shows like um, oh um, now I can't think of it now Harry Dresden where he's got magic. You know, and 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 he's operating just fine in a modern day setting. Okay, urban supernatural. Okay, uh, in uh, you know, in Babylon Five they had technomancers. Okay, yeah. which which arguably were just Clarkian logic of you know anything that is sufficiently advanced is seen as magic, but it's still technology. You know, so uh, you know, I, uh, I, I, I I I I so I have that. I like there being equivalencies. Uh, between uh, the as far as the power is, is available between the things. But if you do decide that, that psionicists are going to be weaker than the mages and the clerics, then they should have an advantage like you were mentioning that uh, no, they, they don't show any outward signs, you, know, that they are using their powers. You know, and that would be a that would be a fair compensation for the fact that they can't achieve the effects that you know uh, a a 15th level mage or a you know a 15th level cleric can do. So um, you know that's and, and to me that that's that's fair. But again, that's that's all part of making a balance you know a a, a balanced character system so that people can do that. Okay, um, the. Uh, uh, I, I don't like, you know, any, you know, I, as they I say, I don't care what genre you're in because I've seen, the, I've seen each one of these in every different genre there is. So, um, uh, and I also think that, you know, that that how well they are accepted are is completely based upon the narrative that you're presenting in your game, the campaign that you're running, you know, from world to world. You know, the the least shall be the first, and the first last, just you know, because of how it is. Okay, um, and uh, uh, that's that's pretty much it. The 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 main things that I was concerned about was, um, you know, was the the the, the professional uh, protection, the limit of the abilities, so that they they didn't you know cross into the other areas. Nobody stepping
2: on anybody else's
0: toes. Right. And, and you know, and, and and this is done primarily so that each different group can be awesome and and different at the same time. So, you know that there, there's that. Okay, you know. Uh, so, thanks guys for uh, for for you know your responses because I think they're all you know equally valid, just not just not the way I would go.
2: <laughs>
0: so and. Uh, you know, and old and, friend, that's part of our charm. Yeah. Yes, yes, you know. well, uh, you know, you, you, uh, is that means there's three different campaigns at least for you yep. guys out there to join in because uh, all of us, uh, except for Jonathan, I think, actually have remote um, uh, or you know uh, virtual tabletops. yeah, so uh, you're all welcome to join us in what in whatever game we happen to be running at the time. Uh, And we will have uh, more discussion about this, not this topic, but topics like this, about game design and such. But you're going to have to wait until next week. So, until then. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there. So go explore them.
2: And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun.
0: Gaming on the Frontier podcast is wholly owned by its hosts.